The call to consecration is a call to separation. Separation from the world and separation unto God. It is a call to behold and become like God in holiness and in purity of heart. The call to consecration is a call to self-denial. Denial to the pleasures of the world, to the things that make the flesh strengthened and things that weaken the spirit man. Self-denial is an act of constantly saying no to our wills and no to our wants, but yes to the will of our Lord and King Jesus. Yes to his desires. Yes to what makes him rejoice. Yes to what makes heaven rejoice. The call to consecration is a call to taking up our cross, regardless of the shame and reproach that it may bring. The cross is a sign and an indicator that we have identified with the master in life, in death, in sorrows, in rejoicing, in despair, in hope, in hunger and in abundance, in pain and in pleasure. It is a sign of our unflinching resolve and loyalty to the one who holds our lives in his hands. A mark that although we are on earth and do great things on earth, we are not of this world. We are pilgrims on the surface of the earth. We do not glory in this world. We reject the appraisal that the world has to offer. We seek to please only him who has the power to kill, not only our physical bodies, but also that of the spirit. We bear the reproach of the cross with the mind that there is glory ahead. <laughs> For even the author and finisher, of our fate, who for the joy that was set before him, he despised the shame, this same shame, he endured the cross, and now our author, our Jesus, he sits at the right hand of the Father, and all authority in heaven and on earth, whether it be kingdoms or thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all authority has been handed over to him. And so we follow Jesus. The call to consecration is a call to following Jesus. It is a call to following Jesus in spirit and in truth. It is a call to following Jesus regardless of circumstances or the outcome of results. It is a call to following Jesus as opposed to what the world might offer. We follow the one who is the brightness of the Father's glory. <laughs> we follow the one who is the express image of his person. We follow the one who upholds all things by the word of his power and has purged mankind of every sin. For he is the image of the invisible God. He is the firstborn of all creature. By him were all things created, whether visible or invisible. He is the one who is before all things, the firstborn from the dead. For it pleased the Father, it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Peter asked Jesus in the Gospels, Master, we have left all and followed you. <laughs> what, what is in it for us? We have left every single thing and we have followed you. Master, tell us. Master, tell us what is in it for us. And Jesus replied, Peter. Jesus said, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, 
will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come, eternal life. And this is our hope. This is our hope. We know that we do not follow the Lord in vain. We know that we do not follow Jesus in vain. Following Jesus has never been a waste of time. Following Jesus has never been a waste of strength or resources. The apostles counted it all joy that they followed the master. The early church counted it all joy that they followed the master. Fathers in faith have counted it all joy that they followed the master. We as well must walk in those steps and count it all joy while following the master. We must count it all joy to follow Jesus. We must count it all joy to detach from the world. We must count it all joy to consecrate ourselves from the world. We must count it all joy to be loyal to our master till we are called home. For no man that worrieth entangleth himself with the affairs of civilians. And so we must be loyal to the core, even to our master. Anxiety might come. The cares of the world might try to choke us up. Trials can come. Trials and tribulations and sorrow. Sometimes death. Death of a loved one. Death of someone close to us. Death of someone that you never expected that they would die. Sicknesses might come. Oh my God. Sometimes sicknesses come. And it's almost as if where is the way forward? This is not what we planned, Lord. This is not what we are looking at. Lord, how did this come about? These are all products of the fallen world. The world the world is dark. The world is evil. This world is a fallen world. There is no hope for us in this world. There is nothing good in this world. But we know that there is something ahead for us. We must never forget. We must never forget that Jesus has overcome the world. And so we have also overcome the world, but only in Christ Jesus. And so today I bring you the call from God to consecrate yourself to God. If you've been thinking twice about it, or if you've been having double minds about giving yourself wholly to God, about wasting yourself on the master, about wasting every single thing you have on the master, I want to let you know that the master requires that you waste your all on him. The Lord had need of your soul. The Lord had need of your heart. The Lord had need of your time. The Lord had need of of every single thing. We would love the Lord with our strength, with our soul, with our mind, with our heart, and with everything that is in us.